What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Cosette DeMille. You can call me Cozy. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Conscious Convos with Cozy, and I'm your host, Cosette DeMille. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to my channel. This is Conscious Convos with Cozy, and I am your host, Cosette DeMille. I hope everyone is doing amazing. I'm still recording on my phone, um, so if the audio sounds a little off, that's why. Uh, I hope you guys are doing awesome. I, not so much, you know, (laughs) that's why I do these things, it's just talking to myself and making money off of it, that's all it is, so don't think too much into it, um, yeah, this is just gonna be just a stream of my fucking consciousness until I get some, like, cool guests on here, so I'm excited for that, um, yeah, what's up, I've been looking on apartments.com all fucking morning, I'm I'm considering fucking moving everywhere, fuck. <laughs> LA is so expensive, guys. It's insane. It's so insane. Like, holy crap. <laughs> like, I love where I live, I do. And really, like, apartment hunting just now made me realize, like, how good and how lucky I got right off the bat. Like, when I first moved in here, like, I'm in a four-bedroom and I'm renting a room. A four-bedroom, three-bath, I'm renting a room. A one-bedroom, one-bath, like, off of it right and it's like I don't know I mean it's like you pay the price of having roommates and shit but it's like I got so lucky when I first came here and I just like I yeah I didn't think I would like strike gold like I did you know and it's really really amazing here and it's really beautiful and I I really do love the spot the only cons would be like no pool no jacuzzi and I have no bathtub and if I had a bathtub, I wouldn't need a jacuzzi. If I had a jacuzzi, I wouldn't really need a bathtub. But I would love to have both. I'd love to have one. Um, I just have a shower. There's no gym. There's no, like, fancy shit. It's just, like, a kind of a very small apartment building. Um, but that being said, I was looking at, like, some townhomes. Um, I was getting really ahead of myself looking at shit I couldn't afford and stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, I got plans. I got dreams. Yo, I, like, started putting in other locations just for, like, shits and giggles, right? And I started putting in... I put in um I put in San Francisco because I was like, okay, stay in Cali. What's the next city over? Like, I would totally do San Francisco. Absolutely. My dad lived there in college. He said it was, like, the best time of his life. Like, it's just such a cute little city, and I think you can easily walk around. And, like, it sounds awesome. Like, because, like, even San Francisco, like, think about it. Like, you think L.A. is set up like that? No, we're talking two different worlds. Like, dude, L.A. is so – everything's spread out, right? Um and L.A. County, like, is huge in itself, you know? It's, like, it's massive. So, um, yeah. Um, I'm really considering moving, guys. It's fucked up. Um, but that's where I'm at because I'll be real. I'm paying, like, like I don't give a fuck, right? Because, like, ugh, I don't want to talk numbers. No, they say never talk about money on the internet. I want to tell you how, how much I'm paying for rent, though. Because it's insane. And this month, I'm not, I'm, like, a little behind. Um, so that's been really tough. But um, I'm just doing my, like, abundance spells. I'm doing, you know how I get by? I do that blind faith thing. Like, guys, my uh, Chase account is literally negative $1,200 right now. I'm not even fucking with you. That's a debit account, my G. That's not even a credit account. Like, that's not like I charge my credit card for, like, a grand. Like, I fucking, they took the shit out of my account. So now my account is, like, I had some money in there. So, like whatever was that like and now it's negative like 
$1,200 and they're gonna like hit me with like a late fee hope maybe fuck I'm like I'm kind of freaking the fuck out you know what I mean I'm like as as a normal muggle would say like I'm at a worst part ever right you know what I mean like I'm I'm a whole month behind on rent like what do you mean bro like and I got no money in my fucking account and my account's literally negative $1,200 like what the fuck do you mean you know so I just I don't I don't get it um yeah fucking i'm just i'm so stressed out guys like and i'm so tired of like coming on the podcast like crying and like coming on youtube and crying but it's like i'm so stressed out guys like you guys have no idea like so recording these little podcasts like half of these don't even upload i went off the other day like rambling for an hour about ftx and fucking sam fucking whatever the fuck and you know and and um mashigian um you know that guy who was who tweeted about the FBI being after him and being murdered the same day. So I I went on a whole rant about that. For some reason, the episode didn't upload. Um, not going to question it. <laughs> you know, um, I try to flow with these things. You know, technology and me are already interesting. So we'll see if this even uploads. I'm trying to learn how, you know, I'm uploading directly to... Sp- I get Shopify and Spotify mixed up. I'm directly uploading to Spotify Right, so you guys can see my podcast on there. I, hopefully, it should be on Google Podcasts and shit soon. Let me know if it is Apple Podcasts and shit, because I want it to definitely be on there. Um, and in the future, I definitely see, you know, this not just being a place where I just like mentally come and ramble, but you know, a place where I can have like podcast hosts and ask them their ideas and shit. And you know, like I think I had Alan on one. Like that was kind of cool. Like it's cool to interview people too, because it it does put me in a position of not power like I'm not even thinking about that but it's like rather than just being in my head all the time and being like how do you act how do you human like it it is second nature for me to be like hey let me interview yeah like what do you think about this what do you think about this like I can only go zero or a hundred so like I'm either at zero like with my friends acting like weird and looking at them too much and going into their soul and feeling weird shit because that's just the intense human I am and that's like the like the back the side effect of magic powers is like feeling too much shit right like feeling everything so that's why most empaths like I wrote about this in my book my last book Parisian poetry on amazon.com you can go get it right now that's Parisian poetry by Cosette DeMille um I talked about this I talked about how empaths we we feel so much as empaths and I think that's why we really desire to feel nothing and a lot of us go towards drugs or substance abuse because as empaths we already feel so intensely and I experienced this in Paris you know I was I was feeling the entire simulation at once like I was feeling like the flowers and the bunnies and the people I was feeling everything at once it was almost like my senses were heightened because they were I almost went over there to download some superpowers and I feel like I did because I came back changed you know for sure um and I definitely saw some some things over there that that weren't weren't fucking normal. Um, we're talking magic. We're talking dimension shift. Um, yeah, shit I can't explain. Um, you know, thinking dark thoughts and seeing dark things appear. Um, thinking good things and seeing good things appear. Like I was on the like I'll just say this. I was on the phone in Paris one time and I was taking phone calls like because I was so scared to just walk around the city alone at some point I'd even put in my headphones and pretend I was talking to myself at one point I would literally pretend to talk to myself and I would just say like yes no like we no because I wouldn't say too much because I wanted to blend in I wanted to look Parisian so I couldn't go walk around the street and just speak like this and like fluent English like because I knew that'd be attention seeking 
So I had to blend in and I was just like, I would take fake phone calls, guys, because I was that scared on the street, like solo traveling, moving to a foreign country alone. Like I would take fake fucking phone calls and just like hold the phone in my ear. Or, like I don't think AirPods were back like thing back then, but I had like, you know, the ones with like the wires and that little clip thing that you press, like, you know, the AirPod before there was like the AirPods. So it was like AirPods weren't invented. I still had the little wires, right? <laughs> Old school, bro. <laughs> And so I had that thing and I would like hold it, you know, hold that little bar thing and talk into it, right? And I would like, wouldn't even be on the phone, yo. Like, I was like, oh, I was on another level, bro. And I would just like be like, we, oui, no. Like, and I would just walk along the street and I would just like, that would give me purpose. That would give me like safety in that moment. And I, I felt so much better because I was like, you know, like talking into a phone, but I wasn't talking to anyone. Whoa, am I tripping myself out right now? I think I am. <laughs> what am I doing right now, fam? <laughs> what the fuck? You know, I'm always speaking in parallels. What's new? But you get it. I don't know. I lost my fucking mind in Paris, you know. Picked up a cigarette habit, picked up a wine addiction, you know. But like for a week, like like I even say that. Like I don't think I've ever really been an alcoholic, but if I've if I have to say that I was like, I've never really had a problem with substance abuse. The only thing I've struggled with was it's really mushrooms, like weed, like, or, <laughs> whoa, I said mushrooms. I meant to say weed. Whoa, I've never been addicted to mushrooms. Duh, whoa, I'm speaking too fast right now, bro. I'm rambling. I'm going too fast. Okay, no, I would tell you guys. Okay, the only thing I've really felt an addiction towards, let's talk about addiction openly, um, would be weed. I've definitely felt a dependency for weed. Absolutely. I don't think it's a physical addiction you can gain with weed, but I definitely think it's a mental one for sure. Um, anyways, back to Paris. So basically I experienced a bunch of weird shit over there. I was seeing so many magical things, having so many magical experiences and just to feel safe on the street, I would take fake phone calls and just be like, we no, we no, whatever. Right. And so one day <laughs> I was walking and I was like taking a phone, fake, fake phone call, right? Or, or a real one. I, I really don't remember. I was on the phone with either nobody or myself. Or, wait, wait. With, that's the same thing. I was either on the phone with nobody or like my mom or something or friend or whoever the fuck. And I was just talking, right? And yeah, I think I, I think I was on the phone with nobody. Okay, so like I think some guy even looked at me weird. So I was just like really anxiously talking to myself. And... I went to go cross the street to cross the crosswalk, right? If you guys know Paris, you know Paris, the crosswalks are really small, okay? The lights are really short, almost as tall as a person. Like, they have little street lights with a little red light go, you know, kind of like America where it's like walk, stop, you know? But it's a mini little cross, like a mini little street, you know? And you can see almost both sides, like just like real street, real small. Like America, we got big ass shit. We got big ass roads, bro. It's all fucked up. Okay, Paris is tiny. It's like a little cute little street, right? So I'm like crossing this little crosswalk. And it's in Paris. I'm in like the city center. The city centre, you know? So it's still a busy street, you know? So I go to cross this crosswalk. I know I'm a good storyteller, right? I got that inflection on fleek. Um, it's from all the languages I speak. Um, anywho, um, I went to go cross the street. And... There was a cars coming, right? And it was a red light. And I become, at this point, I was a professional Parisian pedestrian, right? I knew what I was doing. Uh, most of the time, if I wasn't smoking a cig or looking down at my phone, like I had my head up and I was, I was looking around me and I was very aware, highly aware, hyper aware, too aware, aware to a fault, aware to a painful fault. 
And so, you know, most of the time I had my head up, you know, or I was tapping in the wrong shit, you know, I don't know. It's like, it's all about where your focus is, right? So it's like, I, I think I, I think I struggled a lot. Um, wait, wait, back to my story. Wait, wait, I'm getting, sorry, guys. I had two cups of Earl Grey. Okay, fuck. (laughs) Hyper as fuck. Um, so I went to go across the street and, you know, it was a busy crosswalk. I was in the, the center of Paris and... There was cars coming, right? And I, I looked at the crosswalk, and it, it was about to change. The light was about to change. It was about to flip towards um, towards walk, right? It's it, it a right, and, and it goes towards walk, you know? From stop to go, right? Simple. And there was cars coming, and they were mo- there, were, there was cars rushing, rushing towards me, right? And I'm, like, a New Yorker, like, where I, like, you know, step my foot in the street before, while the cars are still coming, like, kind of too not, not, not chill. Almost got hit by a car and stumbled doing that. Um, father had to grab me by the hood <laughs> to save my ass. Um, anyways, <laughs> besides dying and almost nearly dying in Istanbul, um, back to nearly dying in Paris, um, so... Yeah, I was just crossing the crosswalk, and I mean, I think you know where this is headed. Um, most of the cars were coming to a stop, and you know the the crosswalk. It, it said, uh, it said, it said stop. You know, and and then it it said go. <laughs> you know, so I I started to um, you know to proceed to cross the crosswalk and. Um, uh, right when I did, I I noticed that there was that the cars were rushing towards me, right, and and most of them were coming to a stop, but there was like one motorcyclist that didn't, that wasn't going to, right, and like I said, I was on the phone, I was talking to myself, and I would I would say little things to myself so I I would like remain sane, like. I just, just, like, I was pretending to talk on my phone. I don't know how else to explain that. Like, expel, I feel like you're in a sketchy neighborhood. You pull out your phone and you pretend to take a phone call, right? Like, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tactic of avoidance, right? Um, okay. So with that, yeah, I was on the phone pretending to talk to myself as I proceeded to start to cross this crosswalk. On the phone, I was, I don't know what I was talking about. Like I said, I was just saying whatever to keep myself calm. And the words that I proceeded to utter were, I don't know what it was in regard to, but I remember it like yesterday. And the words I proceeded to utter were, he just needs to stop. And right as I said that into the phone, because I was just talking about whatever weird man had just looked at me and I was just like on my, on my, energetic walk through the city just stomping through Paris right and I was like he just needs to stop you know I'm talking to myself on the phone right and right as I say that he just needs to stop I turn right like and I'm going across this crosswalk and I trusted that the cars were stopping right so that's why I proceeded to walk in the first place and these cars were stopping but there was the one motorcyclist between two cars that wasn't fucking stopping and yeah I nearly died (laughs) fuck I don't know what else the fuck I say um this motorcyclist came so close, and right as I uttered the words, he just needs to stop, I look up from my phone, I look over, and I see this motorcycle stop practically inches in front of me, 
right as I say that. He just needs to stop. And he did. And I think that was that was just an example of the the synchronicities I was experiencing over there. But they weren't just like, you know, I was like, I was just looking on my calendar. My friend texted me like, I'm going to be in Italy for three months. Okay, so I just pulled up my Google calendar earlier. This was earlier this morning. Pulled up my Google calendar and I was looking at my next three months, seeing how they look and seeing if I can go to Italy in the next three months, right? And right as I, this is an example of, of real-time synchronicity and, um, with that, like, I would be watching a YouTube video, and in the YouTube video, they would say the word, like, three months, and right as they say that in the YouTube video, I'm on my Google Calendar looking at the time period of three months, like, we're talking, like, by the second, right, so those are synchronicities I experienced, like, just this morning, right, but I'm telling you about a synchronicity I experienced in Paris, where I was pretending to talk to myself on the phone, and I said, he just needs to stop, and as I was about to die via motorcycle, and I look up, and the motorcycle stops, right as I say those words. So I really experienced spell work over there. I really experienced real-time spell work, fast manifestation. We're talking instant manifestation. That's what that was. Absolutely. There's no other doubt in my mind. Um, and it was almost like, yeah, I was, I was taking these fake phone calls with myself to like, to feel sane, to feel safe, but it was almost like I was talking to spirit because I was talking to myself. So it was just like an irregular extension of myself. And so, yeah, I don't, I don't want to keep repeating myself, but yeah, you guys get it. It's, it was wild. It was just like, whoa, I said it and then it happened. Like, (laughs) it was crazy. It was, there was so much synchronicity I was experiencing over there. It was, it was like no other. I was seeing dimensions shift and worlds blend and I lived to tell about it and I lived to write about it. And that's what my last book is about on Amazon.com, Parisian Poetry. It's my third book on Amazon, and it's all about my experiences over there. And, you know, when I was writing over there, like, and like I, I've never, I've told friends this, but, yeah, that pen and paper kept me alive. Like, sitting at those cafes, tweaked out on espresso and cigarettes. Like, I was smoking so many cigarettes back to back. Like, at one point, these old ladies, like, got up because my, my cigarette trail was just, like, suffocating them. Like, so I made people, like, get up and leave because I was just sitting there writing like a madman in my notebook. And I didn't have enough money to get another cahier, like another notebook. So I literally turned my paper upside down and started writing over the words. So I would have, you know, picture a piece of paper and, and, you know, picture a letter written one way. And you turn the page upside down and you write in between the lines. And that's what I was doing because I was running out of space. (laughs) So I was double writing pages. I don't know if that makes sense, but... Yeah, so I was just scribbling at cafes, losing my fucking mind, just drinking espresso because it was the cheapest thing on the menu. You could get for three euros and you get the most cracked out. Like, it was a deal. It was a steal, bro. I was like, okay. You know, I was saving money. So I was spending all my money, all my good money at, like, the nice-ass vegan restaurants. I would go take myself to, like, I think there was this place called Mabo or something. Something with an M, but they had vegan burgers. And it was this tiny little bistro, well-lit. And I would just go sit in the corner and... Oh, it was called, like, Mapo or something. Uh, and I would go sit in the corner and just write, like, alone. And then people would come and they'd stare and they'd wonder, like, what's her story? Like, and I'd just get stared at all day and night. And then I'd wear black hoodies and cover myself up with a hood. And then people would stare more. And I'm like, what do I need to do, like, to not be looked at, you know? And... So I really experienced cloaking as well over there. I could I could do a whole podcast about that, how that's a real thing, um, how I experienced both. Um, I experienced a lot of dark shit over there. I played with almost, almost touched the tip of, of a of the word I, the two words I hate saying, which is black magic, but 
almost nearly touch the precipice of it. Like, you know, when you get in the kitchen, you get close to the heat and you start to feel it and you're like, you know, if you can't handle the heat, get out of the kitchen, right? It's like I walked into a satanic kitchen and I didn't like it, bro. It was like, it was like, I didn't know how to explain it. It's like, I think my mind had a curiosity, like when you are so fascinated by, by the esoteric, like naturally you can gravitate towards those things. And it's not saying I gravitate towards black magic because I never would. I understand the basis of it. And it's like child sacrifice and blood worship and shit. I'm not really into that, you know, like flowers. Um, so like I'm chilling, right? Like chilling on that. But there's, there's this thing called gray magic, and I'd love to talk about this more because not a lot of people know about this, but I think I really did play around with that a little bit, which is like this duala- dualistic nature where you... Oh, I don't even want to get into it because I know I'm going to be judged, but it's almost where you're like, oh, dude, fuck, I don't even know how to get into this. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say, at one point I thought I was a grim reaper, bro. <laughs> at one point I literally thought, like... I thought so much. I I saw myself in so many different ways. Like, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm supposed to serve justice to people. Like, that's who I am. Like, I just serve people their justice and I move on. Like, that's what I do. Like, that's what I've always done. Like, and that's what it's felt like. And I got so dark to where I was just like, oh, I got so dark. It got so dark over there. And that's why I had to write a book about it. And that's why I had to turn it into a fucking book, and yes, I need to change the dedication, the dedication still dedicated to my last, my abusive fucking ex-fiance, so I need to definitely change that, but besides that, the book is dope, so go check it out, um, ignore the dedication, it's bullshit, you know, fool had secret children, who knew, not me. So anyways, um, thanks to DeMille Beauty for sponsoring today's episode. <laughs> you can go shop DeMilleBeauty.com. That's D-E-M-I-L-L-E. Beauty.com. DeMilleBeauty.com. 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 Yeah, I love you fuckers. I hope you guys are doing well. You know, I'm I'm in, I'm in a depressed funk, but I'm going to stop claiming it. You know, fuck that. I'm happy. I am at a really good place in life right now. Um, you know, I'm overworking myself to the bone because it's like I don't feel like I'm doing enough. Like, I, I just got my first roommate situation. I've never really been on my own. I lived with family and then, well, like I lived in Paris alone, but I was in hostels and I was in Airbnbs and staying with other like family, you know, I've never really had my own place like and I still don't. I'm just renting a room, you know, so and then, you know, I lived with my fiance, my ex fiance, you know, in the fucking desert, fucking drug den nowhere. So, you know, I'm just I'm really happy to be here. I'm really grateful to even to be here and, you know. I'm so happy that I got this place without a co-signer, you know, even though it is just a room, like they still, it was still like a thing. And so it was cool to even do that. So, but yeah, no, I kind of am the type of person that jumps like into something completely. I'm like, oh, I've never had a car before. Well, I want a Maserati. Let's go get one. Like, I'm so extreme where I just need to understand what like a Ford Focus is, like (laughs) understand what a fucking like baby step is, yo, you know, and just kind of be slow with myself and be kind with myself and understand it it, Rome wasn't built in the day bro like honestly truly 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 and I know you about to build a motherfucking city G so be patient dog (laughs) Snoop Doggy dog (laughs) oh shit dude I don't eat these days bro what's wrong with me I'm hungry 
Okay, I'm publishing a YouTube video I just edited for 40 hours for three days. It's uploading now. Is it, wait, is it private? Okay, cool. Okay, fuck. Okay, shit. Okay. <laughs> you always want to upload your videos as private first so you make sure your monetization is good and copyrights is good and all that. Anyways, um, enough Influencer Academy with Cozy. That's, that's coming soon. Make sure you go follow Influ Agency on Instagram. If you would like help, or if you have always thought about becoming an influencer, you now can with Influent Agency. That's influent.agency. Influent Agency on Instagram. You can check us out there. We are fluent in influencer. Influent.agency. So yeah, that's my social media marketing agency, which is slowly turning into a metaverse marketing agency. So if you're interested in any of that, as well as being cracked on caffeine and rambling really fast, then sign yourself Right up. Maintenant, j'ai faim, j'ai trop faim, donc euh, je vais manger sur quelque chose parce que j'ai trop faim. But yes, I wish for all beautiful things. I wish for lots of healing, lots of abundance, lots of wellness, lots of growth, lots of happiness. I only want to succeed. I only want to grow. I only want to become better. I was watching Gordon Ramsay the other day, and I was really, like, trying to dissect that fool's, like, psyche, being like, is he a bad dude? Like, you know? And the conclusion, um, there was this one dude who, like, he was yelling at, and the dude had kidney stones, and he, was, he wasn't performing great because the fool had kidney stones, so he wasn't cooking good and wasn't acting right. So Gordon's, like, yelling in his face, and the dude's at first, like, okay, whatever, but then eventually he snaps, and he's like, you know what? You're an asshole. And, um, yeah. <laughs> so he says that. And, um, sorry, I'm making chicken tender. <laughs> Vegan, baby. But I think, isn't Morningstar owned by Monsanto? I'm look. I'm making the incognito Morningstar chicken tenders. But I think incognito is owned by Morningstar and Morningstar is owned by Monsanto. Fact check me. But baddies, vegan baddies, we gotta get on our game. Y'all know what Monsanto is? Okay, where's my pan? Oh my god. I'm just a mess, baddies. I'm hungry. I'm not eating. I'm not sleeping. I'm not doing anything that I should. Ri- well, I'm actually doing everything I need to be doing. I'm actually. I'm not paying my rent, but I'm working my ass off. Isn't that funny how that works? You can grind, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. And you still don't pay your fucking $1,800 rent. Isn't that fucked up? Kind of fucked up. For a room. And they were roommates. <laughs> Not my SpongeBob love. Okay, I'm gonna make these chicken tenders. Y'all know the, y'all know the Polynesian sauce that she plays vegan. It's like the only vegan sauce they got. At the barbecue, I think, too, but. Who likes barbecue? No, not I. <laughs> no. But yes, lots of abundance, lots of wellness, lots of healing. Um, here, here's an ASMR preview. But yeah, I hope you guys are doing amazing. I hope you're getting everything you want out of life. You really do deserve the best, and you do deserve beautiful things. And if you're not happy in your current reality, I want you to know that you can change them. And if if people aren't treating you right, and you're in a reality where people are yelling at you, and they're telling you you ain't shit, well, guess what? They're wrong, and you need to get the fuck out of there. Because sometimes it really is your environment. 
And sometimes that's just what's holding you back. We don't pick our parents, you know? I have amazing parents, I've come to realize. I'm so grateful. Like, really, really grateful. Like, my father is so sweet. We're gonna go eat some CC's pizza together soon in Georgia, and yeah, life is good. Like, I love my mom, she's amazing. Um, You know, some, some really, like, dark shit happened recently that I can't even fucking discuss on here. And I just want you to know if you, if something in your reality feels off, it is. If you feel uncomfortable, you are. If you think you're miserable, you are. It's like we need to remember those things. Truly. It's, it's just such a, such a shame. You know, certain people that are brought into their upbringing or their realities, like they don't get to choose you know, like, what happens to them, right? It's just, like, it's crazy. I'm just having so many epiphanies, you know? And I think it's because I recently did, like, cut someone off who was very toxic, you know? And I think I needed that. And I think that's probably one of the best things I've ever done. You know, if someone's not treating you right, like I said, like, there, somebody else will, you know, but sometimes we just, we love people who treat us like shit, and that is what I don't understand, you know, it's like you would think all this, all these bitches with princess mentality, we'd be like, kiss my ass, bitch, where's my motherfucking diamonds and chocolates and gold bricks and flowers, like, what the fuck do you mean, like, love letters for days, like, scrolls, like, you know what I mean, like, I know I'm coming from old world shit, but it's like, that's what I expect, you know, and it's like, I mean, that's not what I expected. You know, I guess I expected bullshit. And that's what I got that. I was putting up with abuse, guys. Like, verbal fucking abuse. This person would text me the most vile text you could ever imagine in your life. Like, they've screamed, you're dead to me. Like, screamed that in my face before. Like, that's just, and that's just like one thing, you know? Like, that's just one thing. This person's looked me in the eyes and said, this is the last time you're ever going to look me in the eyes. They've said that to me. Like, how fucked up do you have to be to do that to someone you know how much like how that shattered me when like the love of your life looks you in the eyes and says this is the last like delivers it so sinisterly and it's like this is the last time you're ever gonna look in my eyes like how fucked in the head do you have to be to say some shit like that i don't give a fuck what happens to you like that's some shit like i'd have to fuck his best friend for that it's like what did i do for that nothing And that, my friends, is where I have my breakthrough. Because I know. (laughs) You hear my tone? (laughs) I know. I was a god to that person. I was was righteous (laughs) to that person. I was loyal to that person. And where the fuck did it get me? In a motherfucking penthouse. Hey. (laughs) Nah, sometimes you just gotta leave the shitty situation and you just, you don't know what you're in until you're out of it, bro. And it's the fucking craziest shit ever. It's like, even LA, like, I feel like once I leave LA, I'm gonna be like, 
Like, I'm not coming back, yo. Like, once I leave L.A., bro, like, shit, it's over, bro. Like, dude, dude. Like, once I leave L.A., <laughs> dude, like, shit, I'm going to be in, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to fucking Disney World soon, yo. And, like, I'm already excited to just be on the other side of the country, yo. Fuck. That's a fucking start, right? But at the end of this month, I'm flying out of the country. And that's for show. Because you think I'm going to be in L.A.? 2023? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I might be opening an Elroad store. Who knows? But, um, yeah, I hope you guys are doing great. I hope you guys are kicking ass. Taking names. Cozy's tired, bro. Cozy's been beating through the mud, bro. If you come, if I come out here and you're like, she's like, why is she such a pretentious bitch? It's like, my life was ruined by somebody. Someone ruined my life and called me a whore for it. <laughs> like what, bro? Like what? Full had secret children. Like that, that, that is something you, you see in movies. That is something you see in movies. And I don't have tears to fucking shed anymore because I've screamed over this. I've died over this, you know, and I'm coming back resurrected. And I'm talking to you from the motherfucking grave. <sighs> because the bitches are done. And that's, that's not even doing justice, bro. I'm so done, I'm reborn. <laughs> so more it be, so more it is. These are banned smokers from podcast. We're awful. I'm just like yakking up a young, young, a young, a young. I'm gonna go put some CBD on my back because it's breaking. Oh shit. But yeah, I'm gonna keep podcasting for you guys. Let me know if you guys want these daily. I mean, dude, I could do more than daily. Like, I could ramble, I could just keep going. Like, I could just keep podcasting back to back to back. But I don't know who's hearing this shit. Like, I don't know how this distribution works. If I just keep posting and eventually it'll, it'll be something. But I know everything's overflow. So if I just link it with my YouTube, y'all bitches will hopefully see it. Do you guys like when I call you bitches? Do you guys like when I degrade you? Or is it like not the vibe? Or is it like sometimes the vibe? Like it's all about the delivery, right? Yeah, I think that's it. Okay, cool. Got it. Ho. I'm fucking great, bro. I'm fucking funny. Uh, fuck you. I'm fucking funny. I'm fucking funny as shit. And you all are mad because they put me in a blonde, skinny body. This, like, this fucking go around. And all you bitches are tripping. Okay. Okay. That's it. You know, it's just a vessel. Stop looking at my vessel. Thank you. Fuck. That's why I got the voice here, you know? So for all you baddies that don't know what I look like, I love you even more. Because cause you like my voice and my brain. My intellect. Aw. But yeah, I've been looking at apartments, yo, 
and shit LA is just so expensive because I'm like I'm my the place I'm moving to after this is basically I'm doing no roommate that's the goal right because I'm like I feel like I'm glowing up quite quick I'm like I think I think I could do it you know and I think I'll love it you know that's what I'm really afraid of is like you know I lived with my ex like I don't think I'll ever really want to live with anyone again until I do get married. Like, even with guys I go out with, like, I don't sleep over because I think sleeping is such an intimate task to do next to someone. And it terrifies me. It absolutely terrifies me. So, um, I'm good on all that. Um, yeah, dude, I'm just working, man. I'm like, I don't, I don't give a fuck about nothing, bro. Like, I give a fuck about my monies, like... And that is, like, stupid, right? Like, you can't just be money-driven, just be money, 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 right? That's fucking, that's a recipe for disaster, right? You know, but I'm like, money, money, herbs, candles, money, money, money. <laughs> you know, meditation, woo! You know, the whole damn motherfucking thing. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I was looking at San Francisco, dude, and I, like, saw a nice-ass spot for, like, what, 1300 1400 It was, like, a... Nice ass, like the studio or one bedroom, and it was like fucking fly. Ooh, it was fly, bro. It was fly as shit. So, yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. Should I do a tarot card reading over the podcast? Do you guys want that? Oh my god. I got my cards. Oh my gosh. I just put on a bunch of CBD. Like, it's like mentholy. Shouldn't touch my face. It's for my back pain. I put on some CBD for my back. It helps a lot. I got some crazy, like, thing that just popped up today. It, it It's inexplainable. <laughs> the pain. It's inexplainable. <laughs> but, yeah, my back hurts a lot. I've been working. Pain hurts. It hurts a lot. Okay. So, I'm going to pull some cards for you guys. Give us a card for our general collective. Give me a card for the general collective. Please. Give me a card for the general collective. Give me a card for the general collective. Give me a card for the general collective. Damn, bro. Right as I said that, just one literally jumps the fuck out and just flops down. Okay, we got Queen of Cups. Okay, this is all about you filling up your cup. This is all about you being happy and being fruitful and really... Knowing that your cup runneth over and, and trusting in that and really really believing in your abundance and, and knowing knowing that no matter what you are taking care of, like because you've seen it, even when that shit hits the fan, like you're okay, you make it through, you survive. So it's like, you know, every time you're gonna make it through. So it's like you don't have to question that, like you just have to trust in yourself that you can make it through and just believe in yourself that that you can do it, you know, and, and that's what it takes. And the magic is right there. And it's in that belief and knowing that, you know. So, yeah, I see a lot of emotional balance for you guys. I see a lot of, yeah, emotional balance, which is really an important thing, right? Like, those are two words I could I could play a lot with, like, I'm emotional as fuck. I, I cry and then I scream and then I like, you know, I do cartwheels. Like I'm, I think I'm not good. You know what I mean? I think I'm bipolar, bro. Like, cause I'd be happy than sad, you know, or manic or whatever. Like, but maybe that's just what someone told me I was. 
But yeah, no, like I diagnosed myself. I'm like, yeah, bipolar as fuck. Like, but I think that's just maybe me even processing emotions, you know? It's like, of course, you got to cry. You got to get it out, you know? And then, then you got to go be happy, you know? And it's like, that's what it's about. That's where the magic's at, right? Being happy. I've said it for so long. I just want to be happy. And I'm finally doing it. <laughs> I'm finally at an amazing place. And I think I do, like, come from ego a lot or sound like I I hear it, you know? I do, I feel like I come from that place a lot almost as a form of protection, you know? It's how I distance me and this phone in my hand, you know? So it's like, so you can't hear everything in my reality, you know what I mean? I use ego as a cover-up, you know? Don't, don't all of us, right? So you don't see how dirty my kitchen is, no. <laughs> I'm cooking some tenders. I forgot to put a timer. I need to put a timer. Just a little timer. How many minutes for tenders? Like six? Six for tenders? Maybe six. I feel like they've been in there. They've been in there a minute. Okay, six minutes to the tenders already. The vegan tenders made by Monsanto. Morning star. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> got jokes. I got jokes. I got jokes. I killed a spider today, yo. There was a fucking spider on my wall. And I be... It's so weird. I do have speciesism. I'm guilty of speciesism still, yo. Because I be feeding the ravens nuts and shit. They're not eating the almonds I put out. They ate the cashews. They love the cashews. But the almonds are supposed to be healthy to them. They're not eating the almonds right now. But it's raining, so the birdies are sleeping. Um. Anyways, my ravens have ate already today, so they're good. But um, there was a little spider that looked like it crawled in from my... <gasps> No way. Oh, no, no, no. That's not going to work at all. <gasps> There's a little spider. Okay, let me not freak my fucking self out. There's a spider that was, like, in my room, right? And it, I think it crawled in through the little vent. And I'm looking at it now, yo, and I think there's a fat fucking spider web in that shit. Oh, wait, no. Is it a spider? Oh. Shit, my G, bro. I'm scared as fuck right now. I'm so scared. Dude, okay, wait. This is why I need, like, a man. Oh, my God. Need a man to kill spiders for me? <laughs> my god. Oh my god, wait. <laughs> Guys, I'm actually scared right now. I'm looking at my AC vent. And I can't tell if they left the plastic on. But I think it's just some motherfucking spider web in that bitch. And I turned the heat on, yo. And it, like, I don't think it liked it. So it came out onto the wall. Because I turned the heat up. Like, <gasps> okay, guys, I'm scared. I'm scared. Someone give me a snuggie, quick. Quick, wrap her up. Burrito, burrito. When in doubt, burrito out. Okay, <laughs> just wrap yourself up in a blanket. Everything's gonna be okay. Oh my god, what the fuck? Dude. What is that? <laughs> oh my god, I'm scared. Okay, shit, okay. I literally have a sticker on my, like, thing that, like, really, on my mini fridge, really giant. This is end speciesism, which means, like, you know, when you eat a cow and you love a dog because you're a crazy bitch. Um... But I'm over here, like, feeding ravens and killing spiders, so I'm, like, just that. And I eat fit. Whoa, what am I doing? Okay, I'm okay. I feel like I'm on drugs. I'm not. I want to be. Um, Trust me. My ex made him look not good, but, um, what is that? Okay, that's not a spider web, right? Right, my G, or is it? Hold up. What is that? So is that a, um... <laughs> Home renovation with Cozy. We are mutually looking at my AC vent for spiders right now. Hope this is content, babe. Okay. 
What is this? What is this? Okay. Is that what I think it is? I can't tell if this. Pl- I want to say it's plastic. It's totally plastic. Okay. We're good. We're good. We're groovy. We're groovy. What the fuck? Okay, before I trip myself out. Um, yeah, I hope you guys are doing good. Um, I'm making vegan chicken tenders, like I said. I'm just chilling. I might go out tonight. It's a Friday night, and I'm feeling wild. Sorry for, like, all the, like, home noises. Like, me, like, washing my hands right now. Like... Sorry, boo, but, like, put up with it a little bit. Like, I'm not H3 yet, you know? Like, there's no studio budget, baby. You're on an iPhone. Like, chill, you know? <laughs> I ain't got the studio budget just yet. I'm about to, though. I'm looking at business loans, but I don't know if that's a smart move because I could feel that backfiring. Definitely. Are they still doing those PPE loans, yo? I gotta do that. But yeah, hopefully you just feel like you're talking to a friend, you know. Maybe you got me on your, your car and you're going to work or you're headed home from work or maybe you work at home. I don't know. But um, I hope you enjoy this podcast, whoever's listening. I hope this, this is just a safe place where you feel like you're just FaceTiming cozy, you know. You're calling cozy after work or during school or whatever, whatever. But it's just you and me, kid. It's just you and me. It's just you and me, kid. So, yeah. Life is interesting. Life is crazy. Um, I think I'm going to move back to France. I mean, that's that's a definite. That's happening for sure. But that's that's probably in a few years. I don't know. Um, I think right now I need to focus on L.A. And, um, you know, I'm trying to stay in L.A. for the next year or so. But um, definitely things are changing. So, um yeah, I don't know where I'm going to be. Um, I've looked at a bunch of properties. I was just looking at stuff in Denver um, and in, in Salt Lake. There's some really nice places in Salt Lake. And Texas ain't looking too bad either. Like, But Texas is going to be more California than California. Like, I'm going to just feel like I'm in Mexico and fucking Texas. Like... Love, love Spanish, but, like, if I'm going to do Spanish, I'm going to go to, like, tropical Spain or fucking, you know, <laughs> Cabo, you know? <laughs> Something like that. Something with more pizzazz. Something with a little more oof, you know? You know, you know, you know, you know. Ooh, my tendies are done. Happy, cozy, happy, cozy. Happy, cozy, happy, happy empire. <laughs> happy, cozy. What rhymes with cozy? Happy, cozy, happy. Happy wife, happy life. Happy, cozy, happy. Happy motherfucking birthday, bitch. <laughs> Ooh, 
shit, y'all. Ooh, shit, y'all. I don't even know what to do with your ass, boy. I swear, if you don't get up out of here, I'm going to smack the motherfucking tar out of them motherfucking cheeks. And that's Southern for I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and that's Southern for you late for supper, honey. What the fuck? I just made some supper, honey. Did you know supper is actually lunch? I learned that the other day on an episode of Tasting History with Max Miller on YouTube. <laughs> I'm the best. I'm the best that ever lived. Okay, I think my pennies is dunsies. We're gonna try one. Or two. Or just all of them, you know. Oh, shit. Do you guys still watch mukbangs? Are mukbangs still a thing? Comment down below. <laughs> oh, I have some haddock in the freezer I'm gonna make with a little broccoli and some mashed potatoes. It's gonna be so yummy. I'm such a fishy. I'm a Pisces. I'm looking like a cannibal when I eat fish. <laughs> But uh, I think we're chilling. <laughs> Damn it. Mm. They're not fucking done. Mm. I'm hungry. Mm. Yo, I want a vegan chef. Give me a sexy vegan chef. Preferably with an eight pack. That'd be wonderful. Sexy the vegan chef applications. No, I am looking for a fake Instagram boyfriend though. <clears throat> I'm over this shit. Like, let's just pose. <laughs> right? Like, if you're gonna be a poser, just be a poser, bro. Oh fuck. I'm a professional poser. <laughs> we we stopped calling it modeling. That's like five years ago. No. <laughs> I'm a for real shy Jay Alvarez and fucking Alexis run this shit, bro. Let's do it. Oh, you know I had friends that were like that knew them and told me the tea. Oh my gosh, I expose. I know I have tea. Wow, love that. I mean the tea. Well, I can't spill it. Eh. Ah, the tea is no <laughs> proceeds to spill tea. Um, they were fake as fuck, bro. There you go. <laughs> They weren't ever a real couple. It was a social media arrangement. Isn't that crazy? Just like Sam Potter from Casey Brinley. Well, they were real. I think she cheated on him. That's crazy. <laughs> I could never. <laughs> That's crazy. Cheaters will burn in hell. <laughs> That's what happens to cheaters. If you want to, if you want to get into religion and Christianity, if you're a Christian little boy, you know what happens to cheaters. They die. <laughs> they fucking burn. They fucking rot. That's what they do. Um, you know, I'm all about this point in my life where I'm like, I don't have to serve anyone karma. Like, the universe does it, you know? Like, their realities are punishment, dude. Like, you don't have to trip. You know? Like, they're gonna get what they deserve. And guess what? you're going to get what you deserve. Isn't that funny? <laughs> oh, my nose! 
Is there pepper in this shit? What the fuck? I'm already spilling on myself. I'm such a mess. Okay, I'm gonna go, guys. I'm a mess. I love you. I will see you in the next one. And make sure to shop themillbeauty.com.